Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the pillow that started it all. Get my standard my pillow, regularly $49.98, now only $19.98 with your promo code. Just like all of you, I've tried every pillow out there, and none of them worked. That's why I invented my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs, helps keep your neck aligned, and it holds its shape all night long, regardless of your sleep position. So you get the best sleep of your life. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing them to you for the lowest price ever. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code, and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.98. For a more custom fit, my premium queen for only $27.98. Or my premium king, only $34.98. My 60-day money-back guarantees it'll be the most comfortable pillow you'll ever own. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask refuse to stay at home we will not comply with fauci we will not comply with joe biden and we will not comply with authoritarian governors i am not going to comply this ends now Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, 
and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Drank away the rest of the day, wonder what my liver would say. Drink, that's all you can learn. Blackened days with their bigger gales blow in your powder to discuss today. Listen, that's all you can learn. But don't, no, don't sing the bowl. That you built, you built to keep afloat. I know, don't, no, don't sing the bowl. That you built Sick and tired of what to say No one listens anyway Sing, that's all you can Rambling years of lousy luck You miss the smell of burning turf Dream, that's all you can But don't, no, don't sing the bow That you built And no, don't, no, don't sing the bowl that you built, that you built to keep afloat. Singled out for who you are. Takes all types to judge a man Feel, that's all you can Filthy suits with bigot ears Hide behind their own worst fears Live, that's all you can It's all you can It's all you can Sound again, green It's all you can Tomorrow smells of less decay The flowers greet this blooming fray Be thankful, that's all you can But don't, don't sink the boat That you built, you built to keep afloat I know
back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved better half. The Lynn. Hello, Patriots. And yeah, um, shit, you're right. I, I should have done that. I didn't. I'll do it tomorrow night. Um, but uh, if you didn't know, Gary Rossing, uh, Rossington, he was one of the original members of Leonard Skinner, passed away yesterday, 71 years old. Um, and it was crazy. I heard about it, and then I thought about it for a second. And when you think about what this guy survived... 71 years old. That motherfucker was the only one that walked away from the plane accident that killed everybody else in the band. Think about that for a second. God said, on that day, you're not going to die. You're going to be the one guy that carries on the tradition of Leonard Skinner. Hmm. How crazy is that? He survived two car wrecks that we know of. Uh, who knows what else in his life? We know he had a bunch of heart troubles. He was probably double jabbed, yes. <laughs> Um, I would guess just judging, I, I don't know the man personally, but it is, uh, rather sad. Um, he's the last one of the original band and, uh, they're all in the ground now. 71 years old. Sad, sad day. Yep. Sad day for Southern rock fucking blows. I should have started out with a little sweet home, Alabama. I uh, will do that tomorrow. <coughs> I just mm. do the traditional Irish shit. Either way. You know, it is almost St. Patrick's Day. So uh, we, this is, it's, it comes crazy. Week. To be crazy. It is, comes crazy mm -hmm. week because I've already heard all sorts of shit about <sighs> fucking hotels and shit complaining already. It's just shit on I'm our so side. I'm so glad I'm not in there anymore. Oh my God. They are, uh, what are the hotels complaining about? They don't have enough room for, oh, for the, for, oh yeah, for the guests, for everything. No, for everything. It's just a big bitch. It's uh, because it's a weekend. It's a yeah. weekend parade. Again. I mean, they sell out. They. I mean, did they? I guess they forgot how to run St. Patrick's Day I, in I, hotels in the last two years. I'm guessing. Probably because everyone because quit. We haven't had. We a haven't had a real St. Patrick's parade. Day in three years. Yeah. Oh my god. This is the first weekend parade wow, we've had. They're gonna have. As one uh, right now, I think the estimate is 1.6 million is what's planned in attendance. I could run St. Patrick's Day with my eyes shut. I mean, and these fuckers have not a fucking clue what to do. This shit is ridiculous down here, folks. If you've never been here, I, I'm telling you, you got to put it on your bucket list. It's amazing. You have to come down here for one St. Patrick's Day. One. I do love being on the other side. Isn't it nice? Yes. Isn't it not, nice? Not in the hotel side. Like y'all don't understand when I when I ran the hotels. St. Patrick's Day. I mean, I started working on St. Patrick's Day, April 1st. Uh, Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, St. Patrick's Day is March 17th. It was over. I started the next St. Patrick's Day, April, April 1st. 1st. Because that's when you got to start planning. Yeah. Because literally and, the city books up that fast. And, I mean, we'd, we'd sell every room, um, depending on what it was, between five and $800 a night, prepaid, in advance, no refunds. No matter what, like, um, like sell wristbands for, you know, you can only have, you know, registered guests in your room, um, maximum four people per room period. Like, I mean, they're hardcore security. It's, it's no joke. I, I, I man, I can tell you guys so many St. Patrick's day stories. She used to hire people cops. fucking everywhere. Oh, yeah. Literally. I mean, on the interior atrium balconies in full view of the bar and the indoor pool. I don't even want to talk about the indoor pool, which is now gone from that hotel. Thank God. Um, the pool is just like a great big cum bucket. Basically. 
for all of St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, it I is. Mean, this is it's, a. It's this wild. is a. This is a bucket would, list I would thing. I literally start selling green Jello shots in the lobby at <laughs> seven o'clock in the morning. And I, I'm I'm really excited because Liana's coming down for her first St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's going to be down here celebrating the week with us, uh, which will be fucking outstanding. Um, she's getting a break from the boys and everything. And she's getting to come down here to enjoy herself. Uh, I'm telling you. Yep. Leanne is going to, she's going to need another day just to get back. She's to, taking another day. She's, that's why she's got coverage through Monday. Oh, okay, so, good. Because yeah. you're yeah. not, the party doesn't stop just because St. Patrick's Day no. ends. No, In no, fact, no. the party starts, it's already started. It's, it's already started. Week. It started last weekend. Yeah. It started last weekend. Really Because normally we would have the, um, um, the we, Irish festival. We have the Irish festival. We used to, um, till the city got rid of it because they thought there was too many white people coming here. That, literally, um, that's what they said. That Swear to God, that yeah, was their that excuse. Was, that that's their why excuse. there's too many white people. That is why they got rid of, yep. uh, Terrafesh and, um, the Irish festival. Irish yeah. festival. Yeah. And, um, but we used to start at the Irish festival. That's, it was like March 1st. It was always, always the first weekend of March. And the Irish festival was the first weekend that kind of kicked everything off. The grand marshal's election is the same weekend. Also followed by, um, immediately his, um, installment as his grand marshal yeah. investiture as grand marshal, which is a private event. It's not a public event. You yeah. can't go to that Between unless you're a yesterday. member, unless you're a member of the, uh, St. Patrick's day parade committee and, uh, the adjutant staff, that's the only way you go to that, um, which is awesome because a very good friend of mine was named the, uh, grand, grand marshal, which is awesome. He's George Schultz, uh, shorts. He's awesome. Great dude. He's been working with the parade committee for the last 40 fucking years. Mm-hmm. This, this is a dedicated thing down here. Um, it's a generational thing. It like is when our kid turns 18, yeah. 18, no, 21, oh, 21, now? 21. Okay. So now when he turns 21, he'll, um, he'll put in his application to be on the parade committee Correct. and, um, and it's a, it's a lifelong thing. It is. You, you don't yeah. stop. Once you start, you don't stop. It's uh, it, it is amazing. Um, it is a lot of fun. Um, we start, uh, I start Friday, uh, Friday. I've and got, it's a good old boys club. There's no women allowed. Yeah. It's all guys. Yep. Um, Friday it's the, uh, I've got the greening Friday, which we have I'm the in, greening Friday. We I'm will, in kilt. We I'm in full garb. doing a show on Friday, although I will be doing <clears throat> lots of video. Friday night, Watch we have video. the Irish uh, Heritage Dance uh, Saturday. Friday night, we have our son's play. Oh, we do have that, too. We're going to yes. have to figure that one out. We yeah. might run, do a double take on that one. And then Saturday, mm-hmm. we've got the Tybee Parade, yeah, uh, which we'll be in as well. And yeah. then Sunday, we've got the Celtic Cross Mass. And followed with Monday, I've got the, because um, this year I'm doing the, crosses at the um catholic cemetery okay so we put the crosses with yep. the shamrocks on them at the catholic cemetery for yep. all the war veterans um saturday though I, I heather is she's gonna come with us well no she's she's gonna come i'm gonna go pick her up in the morning and bring her here we're gonna do an early freedom garden show saturday because the tabby parade's until like three o'clock um yeah yeah it kicks off at three yeah so we're gonna we're gonna do a show at 10 o'clock in the morning because she really is she wants to do a show about uh she wants to talk about mental health and um, generational PTSD, how things like that are handed down. Um, so yeah, so we'll be doing a show at 10 o'clock in the morning. Freedom Gardens, 
What a way to start the day. That'll be an early one. Yeah. So that's a rough subject to start out with, too. It is. But you know, once we get going, it'll be fine. But we are going to cap it at like an hour and a half, two hours, because then we're going to have to scoot out of here to go get to Tybee. Yeah. We're going to have to find parking and yeah. everything else. And it's we're an not hour gonna, away. We're not going to have the same cool guy spot we used to have mm-hmm. to hang out and then ride on the float in the parade. So we're going to have to find a place to park this time. Mm. Be a little different. Yeah. Well. We're not part of the uh, the in crowd anymore. Yeah, yeah, we're on the outs. <laughs> so we'll be with the rest of the hooligans down on the uh, down on the street. Nice. Yeah, we'll actually get to enjoy the parade. We get to watch and, the parade and not be in it. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Well, then we don't have to be there at fucking like noon. No. Be sure. Well, that- I do. I have to because I'm going to be working it with the rest of the parade. Oh, that's right. Ninnies that go running around doing all the crazy shit. Okay. But that's only because we get free beer and shit that night. So. We bring the dogs. Fuck no. Fuck no. Not bring the goddamn horses. Well, we brought them last year. No, not the tiny. We, we brought Annie last year. We didn't have Seamus yet, but we brought Annie last year. I've got pictures of her sitting on your lap, curled up. Oh, that was right. Because it was she freezing cold. Under your chin. You remember how cold it she was? was? So tiny. Yes. And I was in like in a, a kilt, kilt and, and I was a, freezing. And an Irish sweater. Yeah. Oh my God. My nuts were up somewhere around my throat. Mm-hmm. Um, Fuck. That was a cold fucking morning. Yeah. I mean, we could bring the dogs. It'd be fun. I don't know what the weather's supposed to be like. Um, I'm thinking um, 70 with a chance of rain. On oh, this St. Patrick's. No, on St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day is 70 with a chance of rain. Okay. Um, hold on. I can tell Which you. Which means I'm going to be. Because I've been looking. This Saturday, though, it's going to rain. So that's. That could suck. be a. That could suck. Yeah. Yeah. That could suck on Tybee. And it's going to be cold, too. Oh, it's going to be cold. Um, 72, 15% chance of rain. Now it looks like rain on Friday. Okay. And then. Well, then maybe. So that'll that be bad. fine. Um, the 17th, uh, 72, cloudy in the morning, periods of showers later That'll be in the sunny. day. That'll be, be fine. Sunny. Yeah. We'll be fine. God never rains on St. Patrick's nope. Day. He never does. Well, only once. And but that was a horrible St. Patrick's Day. It was horrible. That was, was like so the worst. Bad. That yeah. was the worst St. Patrick's Day I've ever seen. Yeah, it was. It Down was on here, a Wednesday. Least, yeah, it was on a Wednesday. It was so the worst bad. day of the week to have it on, and it poured the whole fucking but day. But we always do it on St. Patrick's Day. It doesn't matter. We don't fucking do it like the weekend before or the weekend after to make sure it's on a Friday. St. Patrick's Day is March 17th. The Savannah St. Patrick's Day Parade is March 17th. Period. We celebrate it one day. Yes. We only get one day a year. I am still looking for someone to run the stream yard, though, because Ghost has to work until four. Oh, that sucks. I know. Um, maybe Vince, but he's on the West Coast. It'd be early for him to get up. It would be really early. We might not be able to do anything. We might just record shit. Although, and then I do, what we could do no, is no. record it and then play it, put it together, and then make a video of it and play it the next day. Okay. We could, we could do that. Just um, record a bunch of clips and play it the next day. I mean, that way, we. I don't... We could do that. Because I, I'm afraid that we're not going to get to it or something's going to happen. It's going to fall through. And then people are going to be like, well, fuck, I wanted to see it. And then we're not there. It's going to suck balls and they're going to be expecting it. Yeah, of course, Liana. Of course, I'll tell you when you're close. Yes. I hope you're coming in character, too. Oh, yeah. She's coming in full full garb. Full uh, fuck, yeah, yeah. With, oh, Scott. I'll be fully kilted and, and I mean, we're all, we get decked out. I have so many St. Patrick's Day clothes, Liana, like, don't worry. I get you greened out too, so. It'll be great. It'll be fun. I'd wear my kilt, my real kilt, but it, last time I wore it, it almost killed me. So I'm not going to wear that again in the summer down here or anywhere near the heat down here. No, that's it's a, that's a, a nine yard that's a Christmas wool. kilt. It's a nine yard wool 
kilt mm -hmm. to give you an idea. It's fucking thicker than shit. Yeah. And the first year I wore it down here. You should have worn it to Tybee last year. I almost fucking passed the fuck out. Ask her because I was like, holy shit, so I got to go change. And I ended up having to go get pants and shit. And I was mm -hmm. like, nope. Yeah. Nope. Because right. my family kilt Scottish. How about that for some crazy shit? Well, huh? that's because they got kicked out of Scotland. <laughs> they did. They were being douchebags and they got well, sent to Ireland. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers are assholes. Oh, wow. Judgy bitches, all of you. Every last one of you, a judgy bitch. Yeah, well. Um, you want to start? Well, okay. Well, you said start it. No, 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 no. We can start with this one. Jump 12 right years married on St. Patrick's Day. Well, God bless you, sir. Yeah. That is some iron wood right there. I'll give you that. That's a, you know what? That's a fucking, that's a thunder kicks. I, I'm, I apologize. That's a hey. thunder kicks. Thunders. Thunder. Thunder. Thunder kicks. Get the fuck out of here. Oh. Oh. <laughs> hey, in, in Savannah, if you're not getting laid on St. Patrick's Day, you damn well better be underage. <laughs> Okay. That's pretty much it. Though. Yeah, no shit. Everybody's <laughs> fucking on St. Patrick's Day. They really are. And it's so green. Everyone, it's I just everyone gets so high on St. Patrick's Day. And you never, and it, yeah, it is, never knew We that. are a it's very so 420. Funny. No, I've known that. Uh, we are a very 420 friendly city. Mostly. I've always known that. Um, because the. Um, I'll be making brownies and cookies for St. Patrick's what's Day. His, uh, what's his In name? Fact, I've got to make a big batch here. Because. Uh, Hmm. A, the, um, my little buddy with red hair got me in the, uh, the other club, oh. the other society that I'm in, yeah, yeah. the society within the society. Yeah. Those guys, he took me out like the first night I came in and he tried to get me and I was like, dude, I, sorry, don't do that, but. Well, I'll go with you. Now, now you can. Now, yeah, now, you, now I'll be like, you can hey, say yes, absolutely. I'd be happy to hey, partake. Let me get some of that. Let's have at it. I got some good green shit. Is that Ashley? Who's like... <laughs> I, I'm not saying anything I know. anymore. You know what? You just can't keep your fucking mouth shut and save your life, can you? Well, it doesn't matter. God, yes, I not does. like I said the last thing. There's only like one of them. No, there's plenty. Uh, they're true. There We're might in be Savannah. Two. That's right. There's Jesus Christ. All right, I might so, as well call him John. So, oh, wait a minute. I guess we got to prep this real quick. So, if you're not aware, we kind of started out Sunday, and I told you guys about a bunch of crazy shit that was going on in the news. Mm -hmm. Told you all to kind of watch the news. Watch the news. Okay. Um, hey, Sparky. If you're in here, is Sparky here? Anybody seen Sparky? Sparky boy. Sparky. Sparky. Uh, he could be out protesting. Uh, so could Craig. Uh, I bet they both are. Um so what happened? There's some really crazy shit that happened in Europe this weekend. If you were not following, some emails and some text messages got released. Let me find that clip because that's not this one. No, I know it's not. Some emails and some text messages got released from England's version of Dr. Anthony Fauci. Matt Hancock. Old Matt Hancock opened his fucking stupid mouth and did a bunch of dumb shit. And I know currently, or the last I had heard in London, they had started writing. There you go. Because what is the primary thing the left pedals? What is the primary thing that most of these people pedal against us? And they use it against us like it's a like it's a pawn. Uh, well, what you, is that? You gotta you gotta protect everybody else, like no. you're doing it for everybody else. Fear. 
They well, use yeah, fear, okay. fear. They use fear. They meddle in fear. Everything's about being scared. Everything's about wear your mask, get your jab, make sure you're up to date, make sure that you go get your daily childhood vaccines and everything else. You're up to, you're up to date on everything. Make sure that you are. That's what the left peddles in. They don't peddle in information. They don't peddle in fact. They don't peddle in truth. They lie to us constantly. They lie to you. They lie to me. They lie to everyone. Mm -hmm. But we let them get away with it. Yeah. So uh, England, I guess they're done. I guess they hit that fuck off point. It takes a lot to get the English to the fuck off point. And they're at fuck off because everything pretty much went straight to fuck off after this shit happened. And this is bad. Real bad for the English. Real good for us. Because you know what this is showing? Old Dr. Anthony Fauci, he is shitting, shitting in his pants right now. Because this shit's crazy. Mm-hmm. Who said um, recently that the virus was under control? Yes. Is it? No, uh, it, it's not. The new variant is out of control and we need to bring it under control. And this news about the new variant has been a, a an incredibly difficult end to, frankly, an awful year. And it's important for everybody to act essentially act like they might have the virus and that's the way that we can control it together the cases in the tier four areas as you've seen from the graphs that have been presented have absolutely rocketed in the last few uh a few days last two weeks or so and so we are we've got a we've got a long way to go to sort this essentially we've got to get that vaccine rolled out to keep people safe to prepare ourselves i mean (laughs) Is it likely that if you're in a tier four area now, you're going to be in a tier four area until that vaccine is rolled out? Well, I think that given how much faster this new variant spreads, it is going to be very difficult to keep it under control until we have the vaccine rolled out. So so let's rewind that. Hold on. Mm -hmm. For all of you that are listening and lurking. lurking, All right. We're going to go back here to the beginning. And I'm going to, we're going to read this. Okay. This is, this is what was released. This is what was released via British media. Now, was it a plant? Could have been, could have been. I've argued that. And I've said, this could be planted information that is just making it, trying to make it look like it's really gay. But the really interesting thing here is as it goes on, he actually asks, when do we deploy the new variant? In this conversation that he was having with Damon Poole, the Department of Health Media Special Advisor, he said, we frighten the pants off everyone with the new strain. But the complication with that Brexit is taking the top line. And then he said, when do we deploy the new variant? Tory MPs also furious already about the prospect. MOS leader trying to warn us off about that, too. Rather than doing too much forward signaling, we can roll pitch with a new strain. Mm-hmm. Matt Hancock, we frighten the pants off of everyone with a new strain. But the complication with that Brexit is taking the top line. Damon Poole, yep, that's what's going to be. That will, that's what will get proper behavior change. Yep. Matt Hancock, when do we pl- deploy the new variant? Damon Poole, been thinking more about this and think we need to do it, uh, be more cautious. The, about the strain that is. Thank you. Think, think 
you made the point earlier, but we need to keep schools off paperwork agenda. Yes. So this is what's going on in England. In England. And from what I understand, they today, before I came home, they had uh, said today that uh, the people in London had gone out to uh, fucking, they've taken to the streets. So Sparky Boy and Craig might be there right now. And uh, we'll just see what they say. I'm just fast forwarding through this. Um, it's all the same shit. No, no, at the bottom, the no, last bit he says it's, is, is it's nothing new. It's the same shit. They just they're just focusing on the bottom part of the email. Yeah, he says big risk with the variant. Right wing papers go for a renewed push for let it rip on the basis the vaccine strategy is undermined. So this is what's going on in England. Yeah. What what do you think's going on here? If this is going on in England. Mm -hmm then we're right about what's going on here. Mm -hmm. Where we are right, what you think about it is right about what's going on here. You want to know what's going on here? Why in London, or I, I have a question. Why in London are the English already rioting? Where are we at? Wait a minute. When do we let the English start doing shit for us? We're Americans. I, I mean, seriously. We're, we're fucking Americans. What the fuck is wrong with us? We're normally the ones that say, hey, wait a minute, hold my beer. Hold my beer. Seriously. I, I think it's about time that we start standing up, folks. Because, I don't know, I, there's more crazy shit going on from across the pond. They're bringing the sensible shit here. Does that make any sense to you all? Right. They are making sense of our world. The British are. Insert cricket button. I don't know. I can't hear it because my wife turned it down. <laughs> it really was crickets. It really was crickets. <laughs> I mean, I. They, they, 27, 27 reasons, 27 reasons, 1776, we walked away. 27 reasons. That's it. And hey, I can see again. Hey, Russell Brand. Very exciting. I'll just say one more thing about the pharma part of it. Um, Purdue Pharma, you're familiar. There's a terrific movie, Michael Keaton movie, Dope Sick, that was about. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, and this is if all you need an opioid, Purdue Pharma will sell you them at a reasonable price, whether you need them or not. I should add, yeah. these opioids can be quite Moorish and even some would say addictive. So do be cautious. And, and you would know. You, you, were, you were there, right? And so tell me something, folks. Who's this tool bag sitting right here? Do you guys know who this guy is? Mm. He, he kind of looks like one of the guys that played the lawyer in Dope Sick. Kind of. <laughs> no, this is MSNBC. Uh, what's his name? What's the anchor's name? Um, I, I don't know. Uh, watch MSNBC. He's a fucking piece of know. shit. But this anyway. is a really interesting interview. So I, I want I you guys to watch this. This is interesting. There was right? a time um, where I did become a little bit dependent on heroin. Thankfully, Purdue were not operating in my country. So I may not be here now. And I'm very grateful that I am. <laughs> well, <laughs> and we are too. <laughs> And there's something called hillbilly heroin that's, ah. that's called OxyContin. Yes. And that's what they were pushing. But I just in October 2020, when the Justice Department announced Purdue Pharma pleaded guilty to felony charges 
of defrauding federal agencies, violating anti-kickback laws, marketing op opioids to hundreds of doctors that it suspected were writing illegal prescriptions and then lying about it to the DEA. So they got slapped with an $8.3 billion fine. I'm just, my last question is just the cognitive dissonance that I see, that people see, oh my God, the pharmaceutical industry is capable of doing this. But when it comes to COVID, no questions asked. It just does seem weird. Bill, if I may well, say- Well, I'll let him answer that. Oh, well, let John do it. Well, yeah, you have a turn. Yeah. See, <laughs> John, I'll offer you this challenge. Get the word sputum into your answer for bonus points. <laughs> I've been sitting here, I've been sitting here thinking about that the entire time. I could tell um, because I'm a, looking below uh, the desk. Oh! oh! Here we go. You know, I, look, I, the, we have a complicated relationship with the pharmaceutical industry. Anybody who's ever had a, uh, a, a family member who's had cancer um, and, and seen what uh, life-saving drugs can do for people. It also and, may have given it to them. It, it may have, but that's actually kind of my, but that's actually kind of my point here is like the, the reality is right. that like if you have a black and white point of view, the pharmaceutical industry right. is engaged in a giant yeah. conspiracy to fuck us all over. You are denying the reality no. that many people have lives been saved by those drugs. If you say the pharmaceutical industry has no, right. has, is, is incapable of error or, or, no. mal or, mal or malign behavior, you're equally an idiot. The right. reality is that in a capitalist society, there are going to be companies that seeking profit yeah. will do things that are incredibly innovative and good uh, just and do things that are incredibly terrible and 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 and, and right. exploitive that's just that seems like the right position to have, i agree right? it, let's just be skeptical right right okay and, and yeah that's across the board sure all right uh, moving on Bill, uh, yes out of respect for you and your show <laughs> i've brought some facts <laughs> would you <laughs> if you'd like oh, they're oh, actually you just you just get the fuck <laughs> out of here this is not the place. We love facts. I love facts. I wouldn't have mentioned it. I'm English, and you know that politeness is our fundamental religion. Um, yeah. <laughs> but they do pertain to this issue. So may I say something? Please, please, if they inconvenience you, I I, I'll stop saying them. The pandemic created at least 40 new far big pharma billionaires. Pharmaceutical corporations like Moderna and Pfizer made $1,000 of profit every second from the COVID-19 <laughs> vaccine. More than well. two-thirds of Congress received campaign funding from pharmaceutical companies in the 2020 election. Pfizer chairman Albert Baller told Time magazine in July 2020 that his company was developing a COVID vaccine for the good of humanity, not for money. And of course, Pfizer made a hundred billion dollars okay. in profit right. in 2022. Right. And, and may I just mention that finally, and these are this is also a fact, that you, the American public, funded the development of that. The German public funded the BioNTech vaccine. When it came to the profits, they took the profits. When it came to the funding, you paid for the funding. It's difficult not okay, to. But I, I We'll just add one thing. It is possible that these are reading capitalists who made a lot of money. Yes. And also, there are a lot of people who did need the vaccine. Yes. There I'm are a lot fearing. of people who did need the vaccine. I, I didn't, never wanted to be told I was one of them right. who had to take it. But there are lots of people who needed that vaccine and would be dead without it. That's that is. Let me go back here real quick. Uh, just Let our dead with it. Second, right here. Okay. Because remember, look at look at this man when he says this. Watch this again, okay? I'm going to turn the volume down. Just watch the video. Just watch the video. If you're watching wherever you're at, watch this. Tell me again how many more shots he needs. Not Russell Brand. No. Bill Mayer. Look at Bill Mayer. Look at his face. Look at how his eyes, his eyes look off, don't they? Do you see that? Do you see like one's like half closed, one's half open? I caught him half blinking. 
One's a little bit slower than the other, and it's on the left side of the face. That, that's all signs of stroke right there. He either had a stroke or he's about to have a stroke. Mm, but a little PIA he, needs, for you. he needs a little bit more jab. Yeah. Because Russell Brand, now all the information, God bless him. He went on a fucking liberal news show and he blasted out with every top red pill fucking subject that you could put out there. Oh, Albert Borla did this for the good of humanity. Oh, Albert Borla did. Really? Albert Borla did this for the good of humanity. Yet his company made $100 billion making it. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Um, that sounds like it was the good of humanity. Just kind of like Oxycontin was the good for Purdue Pharma. Hmm. Just, just saying. And notice how bad those facts, they couldn't stop him. Oh, and they tried. And they tried. Oh, yeah. But, 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 and then no. he kept going mm -hmm. and kept reading. Cause what he was reading were facts you can't argue with them. They're real. They're out there. We can show it to you. I got paperwork on it for days, Pally. I got boxes over here. I could show you days of information on this shit. People don't know that nobody's done the research. No investigative reporter has done their job in the last three years and looked into any of this. Nobody. You, you has. know, it's, you know, it's so funny. It's not even that funny, <clears throat> but Senator Johnson, he's like, well, I didn't think there was any new information, but there really is new information. He's talking about Fauci's emails that we literally went over two years ago. Yeah. No, I know. But it's not, it's been out there. It's not new. You just finally looked at it. That's the problem. If they had been tuned into shows like this earlier on, they may have been have, in the know the entire time. They may have caught on to something that maybe somebody else wasn't tracking. They may have been able to stop something or start something, or maybe, maybe just launch an investigation into something. Mm -hmm. Maybe just ask a question. Is this a good idea? Yeah. How bad am I going to fuck my people? That is the question every politician should ask before they make a decision. How bad is this going to fuck over my people? It's usually pretty bad. Normally, if you're asking that question, you've already you've already split the cheeks. It's already apart, and you're getting ready for just a little bit of that bumping and grinding action. That's all that's going on right now. It's terrible. I'm dead serious because well, if it's at that point, normally the customer that asks that question is the one that's never wrong, and he's always right. And he's getting bent right over a fucking curb and somebody's giving but it to something him. Bill Maher said there about, you know, we paid for it. The government, you know, here and that uh, Bill Maher, I'm didn't sorry, say Russell, Brand, Russell said Brand, that. Brand said that. Yeah. And he's absolutely right. The government right. paid for it here and in Germany, the, mm -hmm. the government paid for it there. And actually, that's not true. I don't think the government paid for it in Germany. I think we paid for it in Germany. Exactly. Play this. I've always thought that, though, because we it, paid for it everywhere. Hold on a second. One of the things that tells me this, all right, remember what was the amount of money that the Department of Defense just dis just disappeared? Uh, it was like uh, what another seven trillion dollars or no, something? Five point six billion. Five point six billion that the Department of Defense just can't account for. No, no, it was two point three trillion. No, 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 it was five point six in, in total. It's now two point three trillion okay. over the last like fifteen years. It's gotten worse each year, mm -hmm. but like this last one was like five point six billion that they just can't account for. They it came to them, 
it went through them and then it went out somewhere and they don't know where it went. No idea. What do you want to bet? That's the exact dollar amount that it took for Moderna to produce a vaccine in Germany. Hmm. What do you want to bet? Well, what I don't know, do but go ahead and, and play this because um just saying. Just weird that they can't find exactly five billion dollars. By the way, did you hear that dollars. Robert Kennedy Jr. is gonna is running for president against Joe Biden? Is he really? Yeah. He's gonna run as a dem? Yeah, he's really? a Democrat. He's a candidate, he's a Democrat. I didn't think he would run as a Democrat. Yeah. I thought he would run as a Republican. No, he wants mm. to bring the Democratic Party back to where it was. He wants to bring it back to the days of his uncle, who was who would More, today be considered be a, a conservative. I know. He was a Republican. He was he was a conservative. He wanted to he but, was pulling our borders back. Was, but he was he wanted to focus on America. He was technically a Democrat. He ran on the Democrat ticket. Mm-hmm. Dude, you gotta you gotta get school, bro. That may, they were involved in manufacturing and distributing the vaccine. They're all military contractors. The Pentagon and the National Security Agency ran the entire pandemic response. Pfizer and there were 138 companies that may, they were involved in manufacturing and distributing the vaccine. They're all military contractors. The Pentagon and the National Security Agency. There were 138 companies that may that were involved in manufacturing and distributing the vaccine. They're all military contractors. There were 138 companies that may that were involved in manufacturing and distributing the vaccine. They're all military contractors. The Pentagon. Folks, this is in an area error. I'm I'm replaying it over and over again for a reason. 138 companies. They were all military contractors to distribute the vaccine. Come on. Let him keep going. And the National Security Agency ran the entire pandemic response. Pfizer and Moderna don't really own those vaccines. You know, they slapped their, their labels on them, but it, they, it was a Pentagon project. No, they slapped their label on them. Pfizer and Moderna, Moderna did nothing but slap their label on them because they wanted to make money that's the reason the pfizer and the moderna labor are on there this is the problem listen the government has this they got a lot of smart people they got a lot of bright brilliant people they employ spend millions of dollars employing them a year no, right no they don't stop listen they come up with these great ideas the problem is the government cannot mass produce shit. we have no mass production capability so what does the government do when it needs mass production capability? It subcontracts. They subcontract to the private sector. Yep. The subcontracts in these vaccines are what we're tracking down through the paperwork that we've got now. And yeah, I'm only about halfway through all that shit. And there's a lot of it. But from what I've seen, from what I've been able to discern from accounting codes and names and numbers and account codes where it was going in the government, I can tell you this. We were subcontracting for the mass production of this vaccine. That's what we were subcontracting to Moderna and to Pfizer. And to Johnson & Johnson. We developed the vaccine in China, C-H-Y-N-A, mm -hmm. Ukraine. Yep. The vaccine- it's Funding from Rosemont Seneca. Was developed- in 2005, mm. 
The veterinary product was developed in 2005. Stop. The human the vaccine, vaccine was developed in 2012. The original vaccine that was patented by Pfizer and BioNTech was patented in 2005. The same vaccine that they're using, same numbers, same everything. Everything's the same as today. The only difference is they've added a couple little special serum stuff to it that they don't release in packaging. Why? Graphene oxide, lipid nanoparticles, because nanotechnology. Because the government told them not to release the information because if you knew what was in it, you knew that, like, for instance, I got a story today that even just cuts right into this. New study warns of health risks. Over 5G microwave radiation. Yep. Uh, 5G will have an impact similar to the introduction of electricity or the automobile, affecting entire economies, benefiting the entire societies. Qualcomm CEO Steve uh, Mullenkopf once predicted. It appears now, however, that many of the effects may be negative, according to two recent reports by Swedish researchers, Mona Nelson, director of the Swedish Radiation Protection Foundation, and Dr. Leonard Hartle, an oncologist and professor at Orlboro University, who has published dozens of papers on the effects of non-ionizing radiation. If 5G is not halted, warned Nelson, we will probably see more people suffering from microwave syndrome, i.e. deprived sleep, headaches, tinnitus, dizziness, fatigue, heart problems, as well as a range of chronic diseases among them to include more cancers and degenerative diseases to include myocarditis. Hmm. The new fighting comes at times when many countries around the world, including the U.S., are erecting huge 5G towers. In New York City, for example, a number of the 32-foot-tall 5G poles are being erected as a part of the Link New York City program, according to New York City Pitch or uh, New York City patch. Although the technology is intended for benefit those with poor broadband access by utilizing quicker internet access, the towers have not been, or the towers have been met with vocal protests by New Yorkers who criticize the towers and uh, as eyesores. The technology, however, may pose a far greater risk beyond the aesthetic light. <laughs> a report from uh, Hardell and Nelson published earlier this month in the Annals of Clinical Case Reports found that two previously healthy men developed symptoms typically associated with a condition called microwave syndrome shortly after 5G towers were erected at their place of work. The conditions involves headaches, fatigue, emotional explosiveness, dizziness, inability to concentrate, and sudden loss of appetite. As Hardell noted previously, the radio frequency radiation emitted by 5G towers appears to have a delirious effect on human health and a broader environment issue. 5G. Yeah. Yep. And that's what they're pushing on you. Mm -hmm. They want to put these little nanobots in your blood that respond to that shit. Mm -hmm. We've already seen the videos where it molds together like molten mud and it fucking turns your inner organs to liquid shit this is all the plan this has been the plan since day one they haven't been tracking it like we have you and i have been doing a better job than the federal government they don't care 
They don't. Nope. They don't give a shit. They don't care about the Constitution. They don't care about the Declaration. The only people that care <laughs> about the rules anymore are us. Why? Why? I, I'm serious. Why? 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 Why are we? Why are we following the rules? Let me let me bring you back to some rule sayers from about 250 years ago, because we do have to continue this because there is another paragraph after they're done with their 27th bitch. In every stage of these oppressions, we have petitioned for redress in the most humble of terms. Our repeated petitions have been answered only by repeated injury. A prince whose character is thus marked in every act which may define a tyrant is unfit to be the ruler of free people. Nor have we been wanting in attentions to our British, British brethren. We have warned them from time to time of attempts by their legislature to extend an unrantable jurisdiction over us. We have reminded them of circumstances of our immigration and settled here. We have appealed to their native just, justice and uh, that's a magnet magnanimity magnanimity. Yeah, that's a tough one. Mm -hmm. I couldn't even put, put that one out. And we have conjured them by the ties of our common kindred to disavow these usurpations, which would in inevitably erupt our connect connections and correspondence. They too have been deaf to the voice of justice and consequently, consequently, we must therefore acquiesce the necessity which denounces our separation and hold them as we hold the rest of mankind enemies in war and peace friends. Hmm. So what did they just say there? Right there, what they, what, our forefathers said in one word, basically in one paragraph, they basically said, look, Britain has beaten on us since we've been here. We have gone back. We've asked them. We've played by the rules. We played by their rules. Do you hear me now? We played by their rules. We did it. We got to the point where the rules weren't working no more. Like they're not now. The rules aren't working. The, the only people that care about the Constitution is us. They're walking all over it. They use it as a fucking punchline and jokes at a bar. Get the fuck out of here. We're the only ones that give a fuck about it. When are we going to stand up? We have to stop this. That's what they said there, that's all that is. Their petition, all of the grievances they laid out. Look, no more. Fuck you. We tried Watch. That. We tried that on January 6th. Didn't turn out very well. Matter of fact, where are those people from January 6th? Oh, shit. They're still in jail. You want, you want to know where they are? Here. Still in jail. Hold on. Well, before we get to this one, then. Um... And, and think about this. They said this, too. A prince whose character is thus marked by every act which may define a tyrant. A president 
Let me let me let me make sure that I say this right. A president whose character is thus marked by every act which may define a tyrant. Huh. I, I would have to say that that line fits with either prince or president. Pretty sure with president it fits more. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. And I think it affects you all more. But this is where this is the last time that we try to peacefully re remind them that, hey, look, you're fucking us. Everybody's outside right now. Mickey and a whole bunch of uh, other people are outside. We love you, Mickey. Love you, Mickey. Love you, Mickey. Yeah, and so we're going to Julian's going to lead a prayer, and then we're going to do what we do every night at nine o'clock: is sing the national anthem. Very proud. experience God that we may get to grow and have a chance to become better men and more humble followers of your word and your will even though we may not fully understand it or see the whole path yet we have full faith and confidence that you have a plan for us I'd like to pray for our broken nation oh God may every soul come to know the love and grace of your only son our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ he is the good shepherd he's the true vine the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Root of David and the bright morning star. He is the way and the truth and the life. Thank you, Lord, for opening the eyes of so many people in this country and the world. May we always let our light shine before others so that they may see your good deeds and glorify you and only you, our loving Father who art in heaven. It's in your most holy name that I pray. Amen. 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 Prayer. Yeah, we'll job, prayer. Great job, Julian. Three, two, one. Oh, say, can you see by the light what so proudly we hailed as the twilight's last Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rock is red Star-spangled, ever yet 
the best form um thunder 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 kicks. get the fuck oh, out of here oh. <laughs> that's uh hey that's that's warmy that's those are patriots you want to know what a pay those are patriots that's what patriots do see that shit they're not in there fighting doesn't matter their creed their race their religion it doesn't fucking matter well their religion kind of matters Remember this too, and this is really important. Something that I I want you to to something I heard today that really kind of knocked me off my my uh, rocker, so to speak, of what I thought the world was. Right? Hey, if you were born in my generation, in and around my generation, from 1975 to 198, we grew up in the greatest time to be on this earth. Mm-hmm. Think about this. We were the first ones that went to school. We had no idea what color was. We didn't know what racism was. Technology has killed our childhood, killed our innocence, killed what we all used to learn on our own. We ran wild. Social media has destroyed children. Think about it. Mm-hmm. People are so worried about getting canceled. We never fucking cared. We didn't care because we never saw any of that shit. We lived a life with other kids, different colors, different creeds, different minorities, and everything else. We knew nothing about racism till the left brought it up. The only fear you had of getting canceled was being at the end of Crack the Whip and fucking flying across that pond and hitting a tree on the other side. And or (laughs) you were five seconds late. For dinner. Oh, fuck. And mom was cooking. <laughs> okay. That was the only time yeah, you, if, that if, you, if you were scared. You were nodding when the street lights out. Oh, yeah. No, that shit was shit was over. Like your ass was getting beat. Think about it, though. Think about today. Think about today. Seriously. Think about the kids today. Do you let your kids just go running out in the road? Anymore? No, everybody stops. Everybody stops their kids. No, don't. Why? I don't know. Our kid just texted me and he was like, hey, where are you at? I'm doing a show. He's like, wait, didn't I tell you practice ended at seven? Nope. No, you didn't tell me that. He's like, all right, well, I'll just, I got homework to do. I'll just hang out at Parker's until you get here after the show. Okay. So I'm just saying, think about where we're at. The generational gap is huge, huge. We grew up in a different time, folks. When we, if you're in my generation or even older, you grew up in a different time. These kids, I, I, I've realized that there's just no way to make, there's nothing that I can tell kids that are not my own about what it was like to live when we did. My kid asked me all the time, he's like, dad, what was it like just to go outside and play all day and not come home till the street? I was like, dude, it was the best, it was the best time of our lives. We would literally go outside and get in as much trouble as we fucking could every day of the week in the summer. And we'd get our ass kicked sometimes, but you had to take an ass beating every once in a while. It's not a big thing. 
everybody took an ass beating. It wasn't a big thing. And we sure as hell didn't get offended by the first time that somebody said something wrong to us. Normally, you go back to your mom. Your mom would look at you and say, stop being a bitch and go find another friend to hang out with. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. What the fuck is wrong with you all? What is wrong with America that we're letting our kids? It happened. It did happen in our house once. Hmm. Our oldest son came home one night. I'll never forget it. Walked in his room. I saw the light was already off. And I was like, what the fuck? This is early. Walked in there. He said, what the hell's going on? He looks at me. He goes, dad, I don't have a lot of friends at school. I said, yeah, so? He goes, well, you know, I don't have friends. It's bad. You know, I don't have anybody to talk to. I was like, dude, <laughs> just told him one of the biggest. I said, look, let me break this down for you really easy. One of the things I learned long, long time ago. And you're going to live, I'm telling you, if you live your life on this, you will be fine for the rest of your life. But I told him the most important words that I'd ever been told. I don't care what other fucking people think. I don't. I don't care what other people think. Think whatever you want. You want to drive by my house and say, oh, you're a fucking redneck. Fine. Do it. Years ago, too. I don't fucking care. Ever since I told him that, ever since I made him repeat that to me, to this day, he does not give a shit what people think about him. And he's one of the most popular kids in school now. Yeah. Which we never had. I just told him, I was like, dude, I, I just never gave a fuck. I don't give a fuck what people think about me. It's not a big deal. When you get away from thinking about what everybody else thinks about you, your life becomes whoa, clear sailing. Mm-hmm. You have not a wave in the fucking water. I just don't give a shit. You do you, boo. There's some people, yes, my wife, you all, because yeah, I, I, I put out a product for you all. You all come back to absorb whatever I'm talking about. So yes, I do care what you think. But outside of that, if somebody told me tomorrow when I walked into work, man, you look like shit, I'd be just like, yeah, so the fuck's your point honestly though you don't really care what they think because a lot of people come on and comment about us cussing too much and we really don't give a fuck no i i care but it doesn't affect me the same way because that's a pussy bitch if you've got a real bitch if you've got a technical (laughs) bitch go for it absolutely lay it on me i'll listen yeah if it's a good like hey look i've got a couple points that i think might make your show better don't tell me, well, first you got to stop cussing. Nope, fuck you. Never going to happen. I'm not even reading the rest of your email. I could care less about the rest of your points at that point because the first point you made was gay. And I can't deal with that. I, George Carl said the best, the most truest thing. I love everybody. I hate people. I hate being around people. It gets to the time point, you know, minute, minute and a half. I got to go. I got to get the fuck out of there. I there's I have a very low tolerance for stupid bullshit. I do. I have an I have an immensely small tolerance for stupid bullshit. But fuck, where did we become such pussies? You got to wonder because the next home I'm about to show you, it doesn't get better because all we do is we keep whipping out the skirts here. It's a little scary. Because here's another skirt. Lab leak. 
is a theory with no evidence whatsoever. There is zero evidence that this virus came out of the lab in China. I've heard these conspiracy theories, and like all conspiracy theories, they're just conspiracy theories. Dr. Anthony Fauci said today in an interview with National Geographic, quote, everything about the stepwise evolution over time strongly indicates that this virus evolved in nature and then jumped species. There was a study uh, recently that we can make available to you where a group of highly qualified evolutionary virologists looked at the sequences there and the sequences in uh, bats as they evolve and the mutations that it took to get to the point where it is now is totally consistent with a jump of a species from an animal to a human. So, I mean, the, the paper will be available. I, I don't have the authors right now, but we can make that available too. So Dr. Anthony Fauci rejected the conspiracy that coronavirus was man-made in a lab in Wuhan, China. Donald Trump is still pushing the debunked bunkum. Conspiracy theories on the internet. The conspiracy theory that has already been debunked. And I don't really know why these conspiracy theories get such traction. I think that people just have trouble understanding what's going on on the planet. Conservative talk show host Rush Limbaugh with zero proof suggesting a Chinese bioweapon lab is to blame. It's conspiracy theories that it was leaked from the lab in Wuhan. This has been a huge distraction. One of Trump world's most favorite conspiracy theories, unsubstantiated theory that a government lab in Wuhan, China was the origin of the coronavirus outbreak. This theory that the virus was accidentally released from a lab in Wuhan that's his new angle to feed the wing nuts, uh, to treat this virus like it was a conspiracy of some kind. Every day is a new, dangerous conspiracy theory. I mean, this is, this is serious stuff, folks. Don't worry about your ratings for one week. The conspiracy theory about COVID coming from a lab in Wuhan. Conspiracy theories. In a lab in Wuhan. Conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories. All right, so here's one. The virus was bioengineered in a lab. There's no suggestion that this was cooked up in some sort of lab. Conspiracy theories over how the coronavirus pandemic began. The Wuhan lab, we know that it's been debunked that this virus was man-made or modified or anything like that. So yeah, I don't think we have to continue with that. I'm pretty sure we all got the issue, the message on that one, that it was... They all lied. They Fauci all lied. needs to go to jail. They, they all need to go to jail? They all lied. Seriously, Fauci needs to go to jail. He does. Because no evidence is showing that well, the evidence that we showed two years ago. Oh, in the whiteboard episode. Oh, no, that's coming to light now. That's the one I, was, I just played. Okay. Evidence is coming to light now. That same evidence that we played hmm. two years ago. What do you know? Whiteboard evidence coming true? No way. No way that I got something right. Mm -hmm. There's no way. No way. There's. What are the chances? What are the absolute chances? Seriously. Yeah, that's what I thought. No. What was the first thing they did? The first thing they did was they modified death certificate reporting exclusively for COVID. <laughs> they said, if you have a comorbidity, normally we would put that in part one, which is cause of death. The thing is though, what's always been charted as the cause of death is the oldest line item. So if you had, let's say asthma or COPD, right? Let's say you had COPD. Uh, chronic obstructive pulmonary dis disease, right? Let's say it was for 10 years. Well, if you contracted COVID 
and died, COVID wouldn't be the cause. COPD would be the cause because it was the oldest known disease process. Make sense? What the CDC said through the National Vital Statistics System is we don't want you to put comorbidities in part one, just put them in part two, which are contributory factors to death. And the outcome of that was that 96% of all death certificates for COVID had on average 4.0 comorbidities. We reported this. Yep. We, we talked to you about this. We we talked at great length about death yep. certificates and, and about their government records. Coming to light. And now you're hearing about how they manufactured death certificates, records. Mm -hmm. Your records mm -hmm. are not your records. <sighs> Just saying. Uh there, there, this is this isn't the only one either. There's more. Oh, there's more. There's more coming to light. That's not the old, that's just part of it. Yeah. We're not even touching on the big stuff yet. The big stuff, which I can't wait. I don't know if you guys heard about this. Did you hear about this today? What? Uh, Rand Paul is going to open another subcommittee on Eco Health Alliance. Oh, yeah? No, 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 no. This is awesome. He's going after Eco Health Alliance. Mm -hmm. Good. Which that will be fantastic. Peter needs to be in jail too. Peter Dask will be called to the carpet. Good. He'll lie. He'll lie. And the government's not going to do anything. Don't no. get me wrong. No, you're allowed to I'm lie to not, Congress now. I'm not. Holding... If you weren't allowed to lie to Congress, the fact you would be in jail. Hmm. That's a good point. That is a really good point because he's lied on more than one account. Mm -hmm. Hey, folks, cut clips of Fauci lying to Congress and save them in your phone or put them somewhere safe that you can get to them. So when you when your time comes to lie to Congress, you just go, hey, look, I got presidents. Anthony Fauci lied fucking over and over and over and over and over and over and over again to Congress and nothing happened to him. Why are you pressing charges against me? Mm. Is it because of his position? So I get to bear the brunt because I don't have that position. I don't have that title. Yeah, that's Fuck how you. that works. Fuck you. That's exactly how that works. Sure. Okay. I'm luck. Face the nation. Ah, yeah, CBS, face the nation. I can't. I can't. We've talked on this program to Matt Pottinger, who served in the Trump administration, who said intelligence needs to be a, a more robust part of pandemic um, protection. And I know you agree with that. Um, you know, there was a piece in the New York Times by David Wallace Wells, an opinion piece called We've Been Talking About the La What? Oh, let her keep going. Let Intelligent. Keep going. Oh, my God. You're right. You're absolutely right. You fuckers that are supposedly so educated need to get more educated because you don't know what the fuck you're doing, you retards. Mm -hmm. Ablik theory all wrong. And the argument is that lean into the lab theory and just look at how to prevent lab leaks. He's calling for things like a re national registration on research based on risks and benefits, new safety standards, global governance to go with this as well. 
Why doesn't that exist? And why isn't that being created? Global governance? Yeah, I think it should it be. I mean, we're three years created. into this. There is some recommendations that are on the president's desk. I think we need to start getting. Wait a minute. She she asked a very interesting question. Mm -hmm. Okay. A part of that question that maybe we do. I, I agree. Maybe there does need to be a question asked like this. But I asked this question. Okay. If why? And, and this is something that's bothered me. Ever and maybe let me just break away from this real quick. This can be a little bump, little hiccup, little offshoot because this is something that's bugged me since Andrew. day one. You you brought it up. Now understand my theory why. I am thinking very defensively. I am thinking in defensive posture, mm -hmm. an aggressive attack. Okay, does that make sense? Since I brought what up, just hold on. Think about what the posture is. I'm thinking defensively, but aggressively uh -huh. in an offensive manner. So I'm thinking very. You're a foresight. wild animal backed into a exactly. corner. Yeah. So my foresight's very well done, right? So if I was going to do that and I was going to develop a super virus and a vaccine for it, if I was going to develop Chimera and his brother, Bolyophon, which is the vaccine for Chimera in Greek and Roman mythology. If I'm going to do that, why would I do that in a foreign country? Why would I do that where I could risk it falling into the hands of the enemy? This is something that's bugged me since we brought up the vaccine in China, C-H-Y-N-A, not C-H-I-N-A, in Ukraine. They didn't develop it over there. Yeah, they did. No, they developed it here. They developed it initially at Fort Detrick. We've talked about this. Okay, they went they from Fort Detrick to, to the University of North Carolina under Chapel Hill with uh, Ralph Barrick. Yep. And then it was already all done. They tested it here. The only thing that they shipped off to fucking China was the initial production. Okay, so that, that's all that was done it's in China. production. Okay. That's what I was wondering. Yes, production. Okay. Something they, that's always bothered me because they if may I'm have added some it, of those little extra ingredients over there, but the initial development of the vaccine was all done here. Started at Fort Detrick, gotcha. went to uh, uh, no, went no, to the no, research triangle I in North was Carolina. Wondering, mm -hmm. I was just wondering because it made sense. That, like, why would I do that? Why would I develop a disease that's going to kill millions of people overseas, where I could it could potentially fall into the hands of the wrong people? And it could kill the wrong people that I don't want it to kill. No, it's all done here. Even if I don't want it to kill like the elite, but I want to leave the elite alone, but I want to kill everybody else. I still run that risk by producing it somewhere else. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I've always had an issue with that because I don't think there's a lot of people out there that would disagree with me that, hey, we don't want to be funding that research really outside the United States. I would rather fund it here where we could watch it under lock and key. See, my question is, did we give China the spike protein to develop the virus? Well, they, we would have had to because they would have had to been able to or reverse engineer it. Did they develop the virus and then we just programmed the mRNA with the spike protein? Well, actually, what first, the chicken or the no, egg? No, no, what's easier? Because normally if you... When you get into lies, normally the most plausible situation 
is probably your clearest answer to the truth. Honestly, the the most probable situation was that we developed both both the vaccine and the virus. We released the virus at the uh, World Wuhan. Military Games in because that's where it was released in October of 2019. And we did it there specifically because they were doing coronavirus research with bats in Wuhan in the same vicinity, in, in the same precinct in China, the same area in China. The World Military Games were, were also in Wuhan. Hmm. That's see, there's there's a lot of things that happened all at the same time there that a lot of people just don't pay attention to that. It's kind of gotten memory hold. But because of shows like ours, like Liana's, like Josh's, like uh, James, like everybody else who does this, we're doing this so we don't memory hold this. So we remember exactly what the details are. So we're never wondering. See, like right there, I just had a great question. I was like, wait a minute, why would I develop something overseas when I can develop it right? And she had all the information right there. Boom, 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 boom. That's the type, that's what you have to be. You have to be able to do the same shit with those people around you. Because if you don't, we're losing this fight. You got to be able to do what she just did to me. It's tough there, because she did so a much information in my head. It's not even funny. Are we going to even continue with this dude? Yeah, time? let him finish. Oh, okay. Because I didn't think you wanted to let him finish. No, no, let him kind finish. Of a tool. I mean, he, he is looks a tool. like a tool. He, he's absolutely he really a tool, but does it doesn't matter. Completely, Scott Gottlieb. Yeah, please. former FDA commissioner. You know where he works now? <laughs> Probably Pfizer. Pfizer. Doesn't he? Does yeah. he? Yeah, he does. Oh, that does not surprise me. Yeah, he does. Serious and looking at what steps need to be put into place. You know, we're still stuck on the debate about whether it was or wasn't a lab leak. I don't think we're going to prove that. I think we should work on the assumption that there's a probability that it was a lab leak and start putting in place the kinds of protections that we need. The congressman talked about gain-of-function research. He made the point that there isn't a real commercial prerogative for doing that kind of research. I agree with him. We ought to look at whether we outlaw that kind of research. And certainly, if it's going to take place, conduct it in BSL-4 labs, high security labs under very strict conditions where we know what's going on and don't outsource it to labs in China. Sometimes the highest risk experiments get outsourced to the worst labs around the world because they're the ones willing to do those experiments. And so if we're going to do high risk research because we think it's important from a national security standpoint, and that's the only context in which this would make sense, there really isn't a commercial context in which this would make sense, uh, we need to get better control over it. And to Matt's point, Matt Pottinger's point, we need to get the intelligence agencies engaged in this as a national security I, I disagree with this national security point but what i did like what i what i did like he said which is he surprising just gave us the answer yeah that we gave the code from the from the vaccine to, to china, to china. We, or outsourced it to china he just answered Wuhan. my question he absolutely did. holy shit there you go yep he just told you <laughs> on national tv here you go yeah, this was on Face the Nation, folks. This was on fucking Sunday morning TV. Holy shit! Wow, that's that. If that's not mind blowing, I don't know what is. We just played it finish. right here. Told you to let him finish. Yep, exactly. That that he just admitted it. We we can't even. Yeah. I can't even argue with him because he's right. We we fucking did it to you. We stuck you with something you have no idea what. It's a gift that keeps on giving. That's what he told you. Mm -hmm. He just told you that it's the gift that keeps on giving. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Craziness. Why do you have this? 
I never understand why you do this to me. I don't know why it was doing that. Because you blew it up. Oh, well, whatever. <sighs> More about the vaccine. Yep. Well, we're in the COVAX folder, so, you know. And I took a lot of stuff out, and there's stuff. That's they that's rigged uh, Medicare and Medicaid data, and the way they did that was with a hierarchical system. So they, they would come in and say, all right, well, we have competing diagnoses. However, if you put COVID as the first one and getting hit by the bus as the second one, we'll give you federal dollars. We'll incentivize that. And the numbers shake down that a flu pneumonia diagnosis, and I'll have to I'll have to check this figure. I think it's accurate. It was like a $3,000 federal, um, received $3,000 in federal funding. But for a COVID diagnosis, it went as high as $13,000. So you have a $10,000 discrepancy in federal funding funding based on a single diagnosis. And then if they applied a ventilator, it was another $39,000. And it just so happens that remdesivir and the ventilator are a part of the federal protocol. So it, they use this, this closed loop of propagation where they, they maintain control over the rules. They export those rules to other people like medical providers, and they compartmentalize the culpability of those actions with those medical providers. And then they receive back that data that is determined by the rules that they wrote. And then it is propagated by means of the CDC, the agencies that they outreach to, the mainstream media, the federal apparatus, et cetera. And I, I, I don't say this very often, but I say it all the time as it relates to COVID-19 and enterprise fraud. There is a 0% chance that we are wrong. Zero. There's not a chance in the world that this work is anything other than what we're saying it is. Hmm. And so from the Medicaid and Medicare data to the NVSS diagnostic memos um, to the PCR test, and the impact of uh, cycle thresholds, these people, this criminal enterprise was literally able to manufacture an entire pandemic out of a chimeric virus that has 40,000 US patent filings tied to it. And they just cooked up a bunch of data and sold the whole thing. And America went with it hook, line, and sinker. Tell me something. And Vigilant Fox, I'm not... I'm not cutting you off, Vigilant Fox, because I, I, I want to cut you off because I love your shit and mm -hmm. you put out some really good stuff. But wh what that guy just said, what's the difference of what I said? He just said the same thing. He just said it with a bunch more fancy terms and not so many fuckings in it. But And the, and the numbers. That's exactly what I just said. Mm -hmm. And he said, hey, my question now becomes, was this something cooked up in the past that they put like, listen, the government is known for this. They're big on this, okay? They sure because, did have those medical codes ready to go super quick. Let me tell you something. Um, we, we brought this up just a little bit, a bit ago. We were talking about the balloons. And I said, hey, I got a way you can get them. Skyhook. Yeah. Okay. Let me tell you a little history on Skyhook. Something that they didn't put out in that little video that I showed you all about Skyhook. From 1955. Skyhook was originally developed in 1948, okay? Skyhook was developed off of a DC-10 originally, the first DC-10 that was developed in 1958. Skyhook was a retrieval system that was going to be meant for down pilots in the jungle. That was the idea, okay? The problem with the jungle and Skyhook is that when a human body makes contact with a rather, rather large log, it tends to kill the person on the other end of the hook. 
So Skyhook was shelved. It was put in a file with a bunch of papers, just like this. And it was put up on a filing cabinet and was shelved. And then one day, somebody said, hey, we got a problem with pilots in the sea. We can't get them. We don't know how to rescue pilots in the sea. What if they had Skyhook? And there on the shelf was Skyhook. They pulled it down. They said, hey, this is a great idea. This guy came up with all this shit. Look at all this. We could do this. We could so do this. We could build this right now. Done. 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 Skyhook's done. It's back in service. So, yes, that's exactly what they did. Makes me wonder if they had COVID-18, COVID-19, COVID-20, 21, 22, 23, no, no, 24, no. 25, sitting on a shelf, and they reached in. They said, no, oh, but hold we on. could do COVID-19 again. Remember what he said in the beginning, that a, a flu pneumonia diagnosis, that's the hospital $3,000. Yep. That's been the case for a long time. Yep. Okay. From the federal government. These are grants from the federal government Correct. that this are paid to hospitals. Subsidies. Yeah. Correct. So $3,000 for flu, flu pneumonia. They just added codes. However. COVID was $30,000. 13. Or 13,000. $13, per, per case. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then it was like 30. 30 for remdesivir for ventilator. Yeah. Um, but. In order for the government to roll out a new, a brand new, fresh program, think about it. Think about what happened when they tried to roll out fucking Obamacare or when they tried to roll out the student loan relief, right? The websites crashed yeah. constantly. It didn't work. Nothing worked. Nothing worked forever. And yet this rolled out seamlessly. Without a problem. All the hospitals, they just entered the code. They sent it to the federal government and they got their money. Hmm. No issues. Seamless. Why? Because it was already all set up. Or it's always been about the dollar. Oh, and it's always been it's about always the dollar. It's always been about but making money. What I'm saying is the codes were already set up. The medical billing codes, whatever, the, the diagnostic codes were already there. Because so, as soon as, because they rolled that out quick, as soon as people started getting COVID, hospitals started getting paid for it. I, it didn't take six months to a year. I, I, got an, I got into an argument with a friend of mine at work today. And he brought up the point and about the Federal Reserve. Which and, isn't federal and there is no reserve? Yes. And taxes and everything else and money and all this other shit. And I said, you know, the one thing, and fake, but if okay. you actually look at the Constitution and its original writing, you look at the Declaration and its original writing, if you read the Constitution, there's nothing in there about money. There's nothing in there about a national cash or a national note for the United States. There's nothing in there. Why is that? Because even they knew that power corrupts. It does. Absolute power absolutely corrupts. It does. But they also knew that money corrupts. Every single time. They knew that no matter what, people are going to chase the dollar bill. It's in our DNA. It's what we do. Think about this. This isn't hard to understand. When you break all of this down, even when it comes to this fucking horrible rollout of this fucking drug that's killing all Americans, the reason it's happening is because of dollars. That's it. It's all about the money. Always has been. Always will be. It'll be the end of us. I'm, I'm telling you that right now, the one thing that will kill us as Americans, that will kill this country dead cold, will be money. Mm -hmm. Money's going to kill us. Mm. Uh, 
My opinion. Play the next clip. Let's finish uh, Kovacs so we can do our tribute. Is this a short one? I hope. I don't know. Mm. Oh, no. This this is getting good now. Of course it is. Because mm -hmm. now this fuckstick's got to answer for what he said. No, no. Well, no. This guy? This is oh, an no, insurance is, guy. Yeah, this is the insurance guy. Yeah. My bad. If the vaccine was helpful in reducing all-cause mortality, you would see that the more doses a region in a state state of Vermont or Maine or, or Hawaii or, you know, Connecticut or someplace, someplace that's pretty highly vaccinated, you would see lower levels of mortality year over year because people got more vaccines than in other places, which we didn't do as much for whatever reason. Um, and you would see a, an improvement and you would see a line that slopes down to the right. Instead, when we did that analysis, and we cut it a number of different ways, we did it by different type of city and region, and, and we did it by uh, age group as well. So, right. so we did some thoughtful to make sure there wasn't a bias in it. But no matter which way you do it, what you end up seeing is, is the chart goes, the line that you create, a regression line, goes up and to the right, which is to simply to say that the more doses on average you have in a region within the United States, the bigger increase in mortality that region has had in 2022 when compared to 2021. And so that is a aggregate statistical tool that largely, I mean, it exactly confirms the conclusion out of the UK data. It's a different way of doing it. It's a totally different data set, but ultimately it leads to a very similar mathematical conclusion, which is a really unfortunate one because, you know, obviously hundreds of millions of us have, have, have you know, either personally or our friends and family and all society have to now deal with these consequences of what are the long-term health consequences relating to these, you know, and I'm, I'm obviously hopeful that we can, as a society, start. How about the fact we're going to die? How about the fact that if you were injected with this shit, you're going to die? How about the fact that 535,000 American children and young adults have died since the rollout of the COVID vaccine? Not... COVID mortality, 535,000 non-COVID excess mortality deaths for people under the age of 26. So a shocking report secretly re re uh, released by the CDC has revealed that COVID-19 vaccine status solution to the alleged COVID virus may actually be causing more harm than good to children in the United States. Why did the CDC secretly release this? Mm, what do you know? Um, hmm. Just wondering. So, asking for a friend. Asking for Mark Jason Walker, he asked. Okay, so in 2021, 2021, there was an excess mortality of 76,927 um, people, I'm sorry, age 0 to 44. Uh, 2022, 51,536 excess mortality. Zero to what? Zero to tw zero to 44. Okay. No, that's not zero to 44. What is that? Oh, this is the total. Yeah, but what's the second? So this is the, oh, is okay. the um, right. these are the total deaths and like expected, mm -hmm. and that's the excess deaths. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Uh, so that's so five, why did the numbers go down? And, oh, the numbers 35. went down because people started listening. People started saying, hey, wait a minute. Don't go get the jab. Yeah. What about 2020? All cause deaths, excess deaths among children. This is just among children now. Mind well, you. and young adults age zero to 44. Yep. Um, age 10 to 14. Yep. In England, children mortality rates, vaccination status per 100,000. Um, is I, I can't even, I, like, I can't even begin to show you guys. It's insane. 
No, it's two hundred eighty-nine thousand more. Yeah. Than the the with three dose vaccine. You're one hundred thirty-seven times more likely to die with the no, vaccine you, as a child or as a young adult than you are without it. You're one hundred eighty-nine percent more likely to die from the vaccine as a child with the vaccine than you are to die from anything else. Literally, your statistical ratio is 41.29% to die from a fucking car accident. And the COVID-19 vaccination is a 54.6% chance that you're going to die. Increases risk of suffering autoimmune disease, myocarditis by 13,200%. More likely to get myocarditis with the vaccine. Back in the day. When our parents were our age, mm-hmm. okay, and we were 16, the biggest worry they had of us dying was in a car wreck. Oh, my parents especially. Today? Holy shit, today it's what I stick in your arm. Yeah. Today's not even a fucking goddamn car accident. Yeah. It's a, what I take you to go get as your parent. And you think kids are going to be okay with this. Think about, can you imagine if it were you? Imagine what trust issues you would have if you were injected with something that was going to kill you. Tell me something. I'm I, I just asking. Asking, just wondering. What type of trust issues would you have with people who tried to stick you with something that was going to kill you? Um... Think about that. And either way, get it ready because here's your warning. Get it ready. Smack it up. Flip it up. Rub it down. Pack it up. Light it up. Smoke it up. Whatever you're going to do. Justin, we're getting closer to his birthday, so we got to celebrate somehow. He would want us to celebrate this way. Not that way. Don't piss so hard. Jeez. Leon, if you come down here, you're going to smoke more weed than you've ever smoked your whole entire life, I guarantee it. Because I tell you what, we'll, we'll probably do a day of mushrooms too. Yes. <laughs> yes. And Liana, you're definitely you taking part in that. Yeah. You're doing some mushrooms with us. <laughs> yep. We're going to have fun. If you're down here, let me tell you something. We're going to have some fun, Liana. Yep. Shit. I've been looking forward to partying with you for a hot minute. Something tells me me and you are going to have a lot of fun. Good to me. Up, up, pass. 
That's our office pipe. That's our uh, studio pipe. Yeah, it's probably dried out. I have an ashtray right there. Yeah. Oh, there will be much needed shenanigans. We're going to have some fucking great shenanigans. Seriously. It'll be St. Patrick's Day shenanigans all over. Yep. Because there's no way I'm not going to have shenanigans. Because if I didn't, if I didn't have any shenanigans, I'd have to ask somebody, hey, Farva, where's that one place you like to go eat at with all the crazy shit on the walls? Oh, you mean shenanigans? <coughs> Put your guns away. <laughs> Come on. You all know where I was going with that. Yeah, I know you don't. I don't have a clue what you're talking I about. I know. Okay. I know. Who's Farva? <laughs> okay. Deal with her, folks. You all have to deal with her. I apologize. I live with her. So you have to understand the hell I live in. She has no idea when I make movie references. No idea what I'm talking about. Not a, not a fucking clue. Not a clue. She can't remember a goddamn thing she saw. She can read everything in the world and remember everything she read. But... You ask her about a movie, not a fucking clue. You I'm could ask her sleep. about Top Gun. She'd be like, I go to sleep in movies. No fucking idea. Mm -hmm. Not a clue. I'll tell you what, go to the movie theater. You better get the ones with those comfortable chairs because you know I'm taking a nap. Yeah. Those reclining bitches. Oh, like, she's snoring. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, she was snoring yep. a couple of movies. I had to roll her over. Yep. Like people were like starting to bitch. <laughs> I was like, fuck. All right, hold on. Roll over, babe. Why? I'm sleeping. <laughs> I know. Oh. So does everybody else. <laughs> they can hear you. <laughs> Somebody wake that bitch up. Sounds like she's dying. <laughs> That'd be me. <laughs> Serious. Oh. Speakers shaking on the wall when this one goes. <laughs> it's horrible. Oh. Every childhood vaccine is going to be mRNA. They're integrating it into every single one. So they're changing the childhood vaccines to something new. They won't go through reapproval. They won't go through anything. They'll just change them. And all of the childhood vaccines are going to be gene therapies. So if you get your child a, a vaccine of any type, it's going to be a gene therapy. It's going to alter their genetics. That's the game. That's where the money is. That's where this is going. People don't care. These guys don't care about the COVID vaccine because they've made their money off of it. They've gathered their data. They've done their gene uh, therapy experimentation on the population. But the thing that's dangerous is that they're tinkering with your genes. And that's what they're going to continue to do. They are now integrating mRNA into every vaccine out there. So you want to talk anti-vax? Here's anti-vax. Do not get any of them. There will not be another needle put in my arm, so help me God for a vaccine if I have anything to say about it, or my family. None, zero. Every one of these are now getting mRNA treatments, they're redeveloping them, redesigning them, and all of them are gonna include gene therapies. 
there's so much money in this. It's mind-blowing. Now, here- Folks, what did he just say? Now, what did you're he not just say? Stop, stop, Renz. stop, stop, stop. What did he just say? There's so much money mm-hmm. in these. Do you understand? There's... Uh, Back in the day, when we used to talk, when we used to teach people to talk in front of people, one of the things I was always taught was you have your arc in your conversation. So you start your conversation here, right? And as you talk, you get more elevated, more elevated, and then you work your way back down. So you have a natural arc in your conversation, keeps everybody in grip, as they like to say, they like to say it's in grip because it's in a hold. They have you, you have them, you have them, you have them. And then you bring them back off the hold real nice and gently. Makes you feel good on the way out. Whole photogenic fucking psycho- psychotherapy bullshit. Anyway, it's really immaterial. Something Tom Rance lacks, which is a lot of, is that. He likes to put you on blast. He likes to just tell you right up front, look, you're all fucked. They're taking the standard vaccine and they are fucking with it, with mRNA. So no vaccines anymore. You can't trust anything now, period. I'm sorry. And Tom Renz does not say things that he can't prove. He's a lawyer. He's a lawyer. He's an attorney. He does not. And he'll be the first one to tell you that. Yep. I don't say things I can't prove. And we've had him on this show and yep. he said that to us. Yep. So that being said, you can guarantee that every fucking vaccine out there is getting transitioned over to mRNA. So if you're about to have a kid Nothing. or you have grandkids coming Mm-mm. or you're, you're, you're having kids late in life. Did you know that even the vitamin K shot has a black box warning yes, it label? Does. Yes, it does. That it should not be given to humans. Yep. And they give it to infants at birth and they will not let your son get circumcised in the hospital without a vitamin K shot. Yep. But you're not supposed to give it to people. Yep. Yeah. You know, vitamin K was originally made for horses, right? No, that's special K. That's a tranquilizer. No, vitamin K was originally made for horses. Oh, yeah? It was. It was originally made. The dosage, the smallest dosage they've ever been able to figure out to manufacture mm-hmm. is 4,000 milligrams there, or micrograms. 4,000 micrograms will kill a kid. That's why they give it a half dose at birth and another half dose in two years. Yeah, no. Because that's how long it takes your liver to process vitamin K out of the body. That's why so many kids are jaundiced. No, actually, it has the opposite effect. That's why so many kids had diabetes. That's where the diabetes came from or where a lot of parents who believe in the vaccine. And I'm not saying I believe or don't believe. I've been vaccinated, so I I can't say anything. I'm kind of in the middle on this one. Not really, because I I side more with everybody else than the government because I (laughs) I don't trust the government for shit. Yeah, and if I no more. If I don't trust the government, you definitely shouldn't fucking trust the government. And I've been saying for a hot minute what Tom Renz just said there, both that they're gonna be making all vaccines mRNA, and second, that you will never come near me with any kind of a needle ever again. Ever again. Or my children. Never. Never. Period. You will never even hear my husband even utter those words. Nope. Never. Nope. Nope. You will not stick my son with anything. You want to stick anybody, you stick me. You don't stick him. You don't touch him with anything. Nope. 
I, I don't give a flying fuck. I'll breathe it on him for as long as he needs till he acquires the immunity that he needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, vitamin K is uh, it's a small, they give you a half dose. They did. They give it to your kids. Trust me. I, I guarantee, Liana. I know when you were having kids, they gave it to your kids. Yep. They gave it to our kids. Yep. Trust me. I know. I know what it is. Especially, like I said, if you have a boy and they're circumcised, they, they had a vitamin had K shot. A vitamin K shot. Absolutely, you a thousand percent. Get you cannot get circumcised without it. Yep. One of the things that vitamin K helps with in AIDS too, especially in the infants, the reason that it's given. One of the reasons, and I'll only give you the good one. The good one is it does help with clotting. It has a lot to do with clotting. Vitamin K does a lot to promote clotting in the body. You know what else does that? But in a baby, that is. If you have too much, that's really, really bad because a lot of their, your brain, when you're that small, your capillaries and everything are just starting out. It's very, very small. You can get and acquire clots in those very, very, very small capillaries, which turn in later on to catastrophic problems. So you're, you're looking at autism, you're looking at retardation, you're looking at all these other deficiencies that take place later on down the road. So the, the other it thing was that, in something. The other thing that, that promotes um, healing and clotting are stem cells, which are in the placenta, if they delay cutting the cord just a little bit. And no, Leanna, I was there for both of my son's circumcisions. They won't let and you in no, the room. no, I was there for both of them. I was right there. I watched them both. I watched both circumcisions. No, they were, I was right there. They never kicked me out. They, I was right there the whole time for Liam and Connor. Not a problem. And I watched everything that was going on because, first of all, there was no fucking way I was missing that. Uh, crazy I've Chuck circumcision is when one. they, when they, uh, cut Remove the, the hood, the, the for the, the foreskin off a baby's penis. Yeah. They take away the hood. Yep. So you have, uh, a mu- uh, you have a mushroom nugget. Mm. If that makes any sense, but no, I was, you have I was, a naked snake instead of a cobra. I, I was there. I was there and I watched and I never had a problem with it. I was actually good with it, but I was. I wanted to watch because I was like, well, hey, well, I've never seen the procedure done. We didn't know then what we know now. It's true. Mm-hmm. We didn't know about vitamin K. That's for damn Nope. Sure. I didn't know about vitamin K. Nope. I didn't find out about that until much later on. There's a, it's weird what you, I, I don't know if we should allow doctors to be doctors at the age that we allow them to be doctors at. Hmm. Yeah. Because I still don't think, so think about this. We allow doctors to be doctors basically at 28 years old, just so you're all aware. Because think about it. You graduate high school. You go to college for four years, right? So you graduated at 18. When you graduate college, what age are you? 23, right? 23 going on 24. 22. Yeah, okay. Maybe 22 going on 23, depending on where you are in life, whatever. So that's generally your age. So let's think about this real quick, right? Medical school is another four years on top of that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now you go through medical school, you get your four year degree from medical school. Now from medical school, you have another four years of school before you can even be on the floor in any hospital. Okay. So your next four years 
are spent basically ghosting a doctor. You're not yet a shadowing. doctor. You're, you're yes, you're shadowing a doctor. You're not yet a doctor. You're almost there. You have like one more test left, and boom, then you're a doctor, right? How much of life do you think these people have experienced? Little to none. For instance. They've been engrossed in academia for most of their lives. If you or I were to walk in and talk to these people, yes, we all speak English. Yes, all the words mean the same thing across the United States. They don't mean different things. I mean, we talk a little differently, yes. But you can generally understand everybody from one side of this country to the other. But when I go in and I talk to a doctor, and I and that doctor says on your on your pain scale, because he shows me that stupid pain chart that, oh, by the way, Pfizer came up with, which actually came from Purdue Pharma for Oxycontin, which mm -hmm. is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Where on your pain scale? Where does zero start for me for the rest of you is like a hundred. See, that's what I never understood about the pain scale because zero for me probably means about for everybody else around me, you would be in from what I understand the way my pain is, you would be debilitated. You would not be able to work. You would not be able to do anything. That's a zero day for me. A hundred day for me means I can't work. I gave birth to a nine pound baby with a 20 inch head with no drugs. I, I, I know you did. 22 I hours. That. I, that's, sunny side did up. Did I point at you? No, I'm, I'm saying. I never pointed at you. I would never. <laughs> I saw what you went through because how long did that fuck our marriage? Uh, a, a solid six months. No, no, it was <laughs> right. a solid three years. Okay, that's true. I mean, that was a solid five, three five years, years that we were fucked up. But, um, so let me tell you something, guys, but that's because I've never had any kind of opiates because all opiates rewire your brain to no, pain. It's got nothing to do with it. Stop, guys. When your wife says, Oh, you're going to be there by my bedside, go ahead, be there at a bedside, look straight at her face. Don't you ever, ever fucking deviate deviate your eyes from her face don't look down do not look fucking down because <laughs> let me tell you something don't that, look down. when you look down and you see what's going on let me tell you something you want to feel inadequate i give you a five second <laughs> class in inadequacy do you see the size of this melon? That's it wasn't one. just there from fucking surgery, folks. <laughs> Let me tell you something. This bitch is that big in real life. It's that big in person. I wear a seven and three quarters inch cap. So go ahead and look in the inside of your hat and tell me what a small and medium comes to. Our children have worn the same size hat come. as him since they were six years old. It doesn't even come. Close to what the size of my dome is. So I'm going to tell you right now, this woman suffered and she's the one woman I will beget. And then I got up and I in this kept going. Oh, not really. I had, you had a lot of help. And if I wasn't there, you wouldn't have gotten that help. That's true. And I fucking did a lot more shit for you than a lot of with Connor. I just got up because yeah, no, I know that I, there you was had no drugs walk. at all. Yeah. So Connor, I just got up. You could still feel your leg. Yeah.
Yeah. The other one, not so much. When they cut me open for the second one, they gave me a beta blocker. So then I couldn't feel my legs for a while. So I, I'm not, I, I'm just saying that where on that drug scale does my pain begin as compared to your pain? Where on that drug scale does any of these drugs affect us exactly the same way? Nothing affects everybody the same way. Nothing. That's the point. That actually might be even the next clip. And I, I have to be honest. I, I argue this time after time with these people that talk about drugs. They want to compare it on a comparable scale to somebody else. My pain and your pain are two different types of pain. The pain I live with on a day-to-day -day basis is pain I live with. It's my pain, though. It's not yours. That's why I live with it. You don't. That's the point. Not the next clip, but that's okay. There's no way to make a comparison cause from one person to the other person in pain. That's my belief. Why they did or tried to do that with drugs to say, well, we can moderate your pain just like everybody else. And when you hear these commercials, you think, holy shit, that would really work for me. Hmm. Just saying. Because I'm sure Naomi Wolf's going to have something to say about this. Or close to. Maybe? No. No, but uh, something different. Different. Going in the same direction. Mm. Somewhere there. Money. Oh, good. Even better. I like money. Money is easy. Money is so easy. Mm -hmm. I was really noting that when I went to the hospital recently, uh, I was asked over and over and over again, are you on blood thinners? Are you on blood thinners? And I hadn't been asked that before. Maybe it's a natural thing, but I'm a reporter, so I put this out. Well, it, I got such negative reaction from thousands of trolls on Twitter, and I forgot, having been deplatformed from Twitter, how awesome Twitter is for journalists, because when a lot of trolls attack you and a lot of AI attacks you, you can be pretty sure there's a story there. So I looked into blood thinners, and this goes right along with the Project Veritas expose with what the Pfizer documents um, ebook has shown. Who creates blood thinners? I will give you two guesses. Who owns the patent for blood thinners? I won't make you guess. It is Pfizer. And Pfizer rolled this out in 2017. They bought Eloquil, a blood thinner. And they said, within five years, this will be a billion dollar a year drug. Well, you know, people don't, their blood doesn't thicken in five years more, right? More of the population doesn't have blood clotting organically in five years. But sure enough, the lipid nanoparticles, which are an essential part of the mRNA injection that uh, Pfizer also rolled out in 2020, um, does thicken the blood. That's It's an industrial fat and it's des it, it's de it thickens when, um, when the temperatures rise, when it's room temperature or body temperature. And, and it, it causes thick blood. It causes clotting. So I looked at a chart from Fierce Pharma and it shows that it, by 2021, um, the top three drugs were like Comirnaty, uh, allegedly Pfizer's um, mRNA injection for COVID, uh, also Spikevax, another injection for COVID. And in the top five also was Eloquil, which is what millions and millions of people are now being prescribed in their blood now that their blood has been thickened by an industrial fat which is designed to thicken what it's injected in.
So they planned it. Well, yeah. Just I mean, obviously. More evidence that they planned it. Obviously. Because they bought Eloquis, Eloquil. And um, yeah, in five years to turn it into a billion dollar drug. How do you turn it into a billion dollar drug? Well, you give everyone another drug that causes blood clots. Why not? Because then we're going to prescribe more blood thinners. Exactly. Hmm. And you know what's funny? You know what is just as effective as Eloquis or Eloquil? Eloquis, it's the same thing. Uh, at thinning your blood? Baby aspirin. Yeah. Just what as effective. What can't you find right now? Baby aspirin. Why? Oh, those damn shortages. Damn. What, what would be the baby chances that costs baby you a dollar fifty? Eloquist mm. costs you three hundred eighty-six dollars a month. Mm. How do I know that? My mother's on it because she mm. had a TIA. She's not jabbed. She had a TIA seven years ago. Just throwing it out there. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Mm. Don't get it. It's craziness, but it's like it's all coming true. Yep. My name is Kelly Sue. And I am what I would call a survivor of the vaccine. I used to walk 10 miles a day. I used to ride my bike 24 miles every second day. I also worked out at the gym and I work 72 hours a week and I'm very social and I'm a type A. I started a charity in 2016 where we feed 800 children every weekend and on holidays. And I have staff and I have 750 volunteers and we believed that the vaccine was the right thing to do. I had my first shot and within a very, very short time, I developed cramping in my calf. It got progressively worse. So I went to my massage therapist. When I told her what was happening, she threw up her hands and said, I can't touch you. You have to go to a doctor. Sounds like you have a blood clot. So I booked myself in to a vascular surgeon and they did an ultrasound on my legs. And then I went home three weeks later or so. I still hadn't heard from the vascular surgeon and thought, okay, well, if I haven't heard anything, it's fine. I had my second shot on June the 12th. Three and a half weeks later, I had back-to-back strokes and they just kept getting progressively worse. So throughout July into August, into September, into October, and in early November, I had nine TIAs and strokes. I spent 31 days in the hospital. I had everything from blindness in my eyes because of the occipital strokes. I had um, inability to use my mouth. I couldn't talk for a long time. And I also had a, a terrible experience and why this little piece of paper in my lap is so important to me because I woke up in the morning and didn't know who I was, didn't know where I was, didn't know anything. I have terror now. When I close my eyes, I don't know, one, if I'm going to wake up, or two, if I'm going to wake up and not know who I am. When I first went to the um, neurologist that I was assigned, he was very clear that it was the vaccine. He said, we're seeing so much of this. And then when doctors started getting fired, let go, there was no, no discussion about the vaccine anymore. Nobody would discuss the vaccine anymore. I think the thing that bothers me the worst is no one's looking as to why this is happening. My life is not the same at all, not even close to what it was before. A week ago Friday, all of a sudden out of the blue, my blood pressure went to 247 over 60. 
247 over 60. <laughs> like, who has a blood pressure like that? So I'm fighting for my life right now. And that's all I can do. When are those commercials going to start airing in the United States? Well, it's been taken. That one's been taken down before I got taken down by TikTok. I put it back up. Um, that terror that she spoke of. And Biden sucks stuff. Yes, sir. We can see you. You can yeah. chat over there all you want. Bro. Or you can go to pill.net and chat yeah, with the Wolfpack no shit, on pill. Bro. Don't, or don't come over yourself. to Rumble, bro. Uh, seriously. But uh, yeah, I see you. He just found Biden sucks stuff. Just found baby aspirin baby online, aspirin online for, for $2.49. $2 yep. But, but that terror that she spoke of when she woke up and she didn't know her own name. She didn't know who she was. She didn't know where she lived. I've been there. I've seen that terror in your eyes. Oh, yeah. You oh, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. I fucking, I've, I've woken up. You've woken up and had no idea who you were. Where the fuck Where am you I were, at? who I was. And that it was like almost a wild animal terror in your yeah. eyes. It's like sheer. It's like, holy shit. Where yeah. am I? Yeah. I've had that. Yeah. Because literally, like, when they fuck, dude, let, let me tell you something. When they fuck with your brain. They, this is terrifying to think about, but. It had to happen for me or I would have died. So I had to have it happen. I'm glad it did happen because now I can warn you about it. When they when they go fuck with your grape, when people put hands on your grape, when I talk about your grape, I'm I'm your head talking about your, your brain. brain. When they go hands on your grape, that fucks with you. Everything they do to you, you feel. You don't feel it immediately. The damage isn't immediate. It's over time. There's no nerve endings in your brain. So they can cut away as much as they want. And then you don't feel it when it happens. But afterwards, as those nerves are trying to regenerate or figure out the blood's trying to go a different way, um, finding new pathways, neuro regeneration is painful. Yeah. Yeah. It, it takes a lot too. It takes a lot out of you. It takes yeah. a lot of energy to do that. Yeah. Um, this is not an easy task. So when people say that they're going to go do brain surgery on you just for your edification in the future, that's, that's a big, that that's a lot of fuckery. Even if they call it minor, it's still fuckery. They're going in there. They're, they're fucking with nerve endings that you have no idea what these nerve endings connect to. They don't either. They have no idea. When I came out of brain surgery and I was telling them problems I had, for instance, my biggest problem uh, for the longest time was talking. I, I couldn't talk. I came out and I get so fucking angry. I threw my fucking bedpan one day right clear across the room just because I was so frustrated because I couldn't say anything. I wanted to talk. I wanted to say something. The doctor wasn't listening to me and I was trying to say something about my pain and i got so fucking angry i grabbed the fucking bedpan and just tossed it and the doctor's like my blood pressure my monitor holy shit she was there she's like whoa you're gonna have a heart attack stop she like grabbed me she slowed everything down for a second but i was so angry because i couldn't say anything i'm like trying to tell him that what you're doing is not working <laughs> the pain is you have no idea but I, I, I couldn't say anything to be that frustrated to where your blood pressure is 270 
over 60. Yeah, I've seen my blood pressure there. I have. And I was awake while it happened. That's really fucking scary. Because when that sets in on you later in life, when you learn about what that means, what my blood pressure meant at 270 over 60. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that number. And I was standing when they took that blood pressure because I threw my bedpan across the room and damn near ripped out my catheter when I did it. So, yeah, I kind of understand that. It took me about two years to get his full speech back. So sometimes he's still, obviously you guys hear him. Sometimes he still makes up words. We call it the missionary. You have, there's, when they fuck with your brains like that, it, it does things to you. Even just, you know, everybody says the brain is so delicate that even if you touch it with a human finger, you can damage it. After my surgery, I completely believe that. I can tell you that right now because they had their hands all up in my grape. They were fucking my grape where the sun don't shine and it ain't never supposed to shine. And there's a reason for that fucking thing is not supposed to shine. Speaking of, we're almost done here, but since, um, since you never even made it through this. Yeah, we did. That was the last one. Oh, that was the last one. Yeah. But speaking of, um, oh, I gotta find it. Let's see. Uh, no. No. You know, it's going to be that one, I bet. Oh, it's this one. Yep. There That's you what go. I said. Okay. I literally just go. said that. And you... All right. <sighs> See what I deal with? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's got the brain injury? She or me? <laughs> Often wonder, often wonder. He does. And I had uh, these terrible headaches, was diagnosed with having a, a, uh, anyway, they had to take the top of my head off a couple times, (laughs) see if I had a brain. No, 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 wait, 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 we were clipping this, we are so... (laughs) And I had uh, these terrible headaches, was diagnosed with having a, a, uh, anyway, they had to take the top of my head off a couple times. They had to take the top of my head off a couple times. (laughs) They had to take the top of my head off a couple times. (laughs) See if I had a brain. Okay. I am so that's getting clipped. It's a running Holy joke. Shit. It's such a running joke in this house that like Holy that shit. we have a Polaroid of Nick's brain. No, no, no. I have make a Daisy uh, prove that he has one. Before I went in for surgery, I told the doctor, I said, Hey, uh one of the last times I went in for my brain surgery, I said, Hey, uh, when you're in there this time, can you do me a favor? Well, you got the top off, just take a Polaroid. You can go ahead and pose next to it or do whatever you want. They did. They're fucked up. They're, they're good guys, though. I love them. But uh, I mean, they saved break. my life. Lindsay, so, when I saw that clip, that song, that song just ran through my head so much. I, I, I can't really, uh, if I only had a brain. Um, yeah, I know. Could <laughs> <laughs> you stop? Holy shit, I got to stop laughing. So, anyway. so anyway yeah i had them pose and i i have a polaroid it's not an ongoing joke in our house it's an ongoing joke between me and my father because uh 
my father always used to say, he, he would always look at me, look at me, give me these fucking weird ass eyes, be like, do you have a fucking brain? And I, I'd look back at him like, who asks a question like that? I don't know. I've never seen it. So then the day I got to see it, let me tell you something. The Polaroid. I ain't let him live it down since. It's I've got he pictures. I post pictures picture everywhere. His father of and his I, brain. I say, yes, I do have one. Have do you brain. have yours? <laughs> have you seen yours? Oh, you <sighs> haven't. Oh. oh, about that. Yeah, see, I've seen mine. Well, so they say. Well, they, I mean, it was Dr. <laughs> Bell. He's like, it was. He does have his thumbs up and he's like, yes. I, I couldn't believe that he did that cheesy of a fucking pose. I was like, what a fag. Love that guy, though. He, he is my hero still. Yeah, he's hysterical. And he's in the Navy. I mean, it's really tough for me because I got to deal with that, too. It's just like, oh, you're gay, too. I mean, he might have actually fucked your brain. I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. <laughs> There's a possibility there. <laughs> Shit. What is going on with you? Are you having a seizure? <laughs> Did you all hear that? Holy shit. She's like, what? <laughs> She's got hiccups now. Now I know she was laughing hard. That's all that means. Or she was doing something else really hard. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. Okay. My bad. All right, uh, go to FAFO. All right. It's uh, at the end, almost the end. Which one? Um, what did I just watch? The last one. Because we're going to close out with this right here. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey. <laughs> this is thank why. You, thank you, Lindsay, for tagging me. <laughs> thank you so much. Um, folks, this is why we fight bears. This is why we fight bears. This is why. Justin taught us this. Oh, yes. This is why okay. our grandmaster, Justin Andrews, he taught us the great skill and the art of Jaekwondo. And in my hands and in your hands, for just $9,999, you too can fight bears. What is this? Dude, I think, I, I seriously think this like, is why we do it. Justin might have possessed this guy for a hot minute. There's a possibility. There. Seriously. If this is real, there's a possibility to that. If this is real. <laughs> <He's> just... <laughs> See, I don't think this is real, but yeah, this isn't real. Dude just went up and fought a bear. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, bear. I think um, maybe that was a guy in a bear suit, but yeah. that's fucking hysterical. <laughs> it's still funny as fuck. Wow. It looked really good. All right. Either way. Yeah. Leave well, you with a little bit of humor. Let's get out of here because uh, our, our kid's been stranded downtown for a hot minute now. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what could have happened to him by now? I mean, there's chances all over the place down there. You know that. He as well does as know I do. how to fight because, yeah, um, you know, yeah. He does. He is your son. I hope. He knows how to hide, at least. You've fought him before, yeah. so. Yeah, he's not real good, but he's there. He's getting he, there. He gave you a bloody nose. He and was barely. damn proud of it. Yeah, he's damn proud of a scratch. 
<laughs> I think I was more happy that I didn't take his head off and my fist actually connected with his cheek. Well, I think I was more happy that you didn't throw him out in the cold when it was 23 degrees outside. But yeah, I think so, too. That was that was close. Probably pretty nice of me. Yeah. But anyway, either way, uh, we'll be back tomorrow night, 545 for Liana's Lounge. Yep. And don't forget, you can catch Liana tomorrow morning at 905 tomorrow morning. morning on- and I'm so happy that, you know what, tomorrow it, I went and got my eyes I got my eyes done today. I got my contact lenses back. I'm so excited. And um, she didn't give me anything. I did. Well, I spent fucking $200 on fucking contact lenses for you. A, they just take like two weeks to come in yeah. because you have goddamn bifocal lenses. Because I can see the future see the and future. the past. Exactly. All at the same time. All at the same time. Um, but I downloaded so many clips today that tomorrow, like unless something gigantic happens, please don't. Um, I can just work in the garden all day tomorrow. Because I didn't get shit done today because I did fucking whatever. Run around, take, Run care, around, of take care of your eyes and get your dry cleaning and, and download just that and the other. And, and there was else. 8 million fucking clips to download today. So tomorrow, so tomorrow, I already have all the clips for tomorrow. Sweet. We're already there. We're there. We're done. So we already got the future. Exactly. So we will be back after that because yep. uh, Liana's on at nine to five. We come back on at 6 p.m. The yep. show starts. If you don't want to hang out for the lounge, it's cool. Yep. We don't get offended. We just throw the music out there. It's a good vibe to start out the show. Normally, I try to sneak in little tidbits of what you might hear tonight or tomorrow night or the Play next more night. Pink whatever. Floyd and Zeppelin tomorrow. Okay. That's what Chuck said. Well, I, I played a lot today, Chuck. Come on, bro. I was, th- I would normally give you the hats off in the week. You know, I normally say, Hey, Chuck, little Floyd there for you. Make you feel good. Cause there are still some people that love Pink Floyd, mm-hmm. but anyway, we will be back at 6 PM tomorrow night uh, for the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see you back here, wherever you watch, uh, like, share, subscribe. And uh, we will uh, talk to you later for the Mick and be Have a great night fuckers. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for watching.
behind me. I'll be half drunk, strapped up in a whitey. I can show you if it's needed. When you see it, you'll believe it. If you don't love it, you can leave it. Michael Jackson, you can be Teach you how this game go Different joints, same smoke Wake up, wear the same clothes Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash Blue collar boy, but my lady's high class Got the music way up loud With a cigar in my mouth Fuck around and come find out How we do it in the South Ain't saying nothing, but you're running that mouth I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud I'm a son of the dirty South With a truck seat high And he straight pipes loud Man up, we'll sit your ass down We done talking, fuck around and find out I love my country 